If you don't use it, you lose it. Is that a serious question? No, it wasn't. I'm a virgin. Never got close enough. Self-blowing up, but I'm waiting for the right person. Sex. S-E-X. Sacred energy exchange. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite live podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan, Alex T-shirt. possibly even good afternoon wherever you're listening however you're listening and whenever you're listening to this i thank you and i welcome you in to another edition of the shallow oceans podcast Fans, your warm applause always starts me off on a good foot as I welcome you into the adventure, into the realm of consciousness, of open-mindedness, and the freedom of thought, where we constantly conversate, try to expand our horizons, and just have a good time communicating and talking to one another. Because the reason why I do this, at the end of the day, is to find a way to further my own thoughts, to dive deep into a stream of consciousness, and to just let you know you are loved. And I thank you for spending a moment of your time and for somebody like Zach all the way across the ocean in Australia, who has told me he's been listening to the show very much religiously lately. I appreciate you, my guy. And it is very good to not only call you a friend, but as a brother for life and somebody who appreciates the art form which I bring, which is truly just my own unique perspective on things and having a fun conversation without any bias to it, nothing attached, no purpose other than just having fun of trying to lead people to higher consciousness and just being a shepherd of thought and I find it very fun and at the same time very rewarding and very filling because we all have purpose in this life whether you believe it or not uh, you all have a value of what you can bring and whether it be towards other people yourself or for the greater good of humanity do not give up on yourself because yourself at the end of the day will always be the person who is there for you so make sure you always love your day one so life is good on my end as I do the show live from Los Angeles and I'm very grateful that you are here today and sadly I have to to start the show on a little bit more of a sad note, but I want to do this as something of an appreciation and to give his life meaning through my perspective of how I knew him. So somebody by the name of Barefoot Alberto, I found out has passed on from this life to the next. And he was a good friend of mine for many years now since I've worked at Fox. He was the security guard at the Whole Foods right up the street from me. And the first day I met him was very 
guess you could say organic. It was me walking in. I usually am very friendly. I say hi to everybody. I give everybody some love, say how's your day, how's this, how's that. And so we started talking. And the thing that drew me into him as a person was the fact that when I would talk, he wouldn't listen to respond. He would digest and then also have a conversation with me. He wouldn't be just waiting to say something. He would reply. He would take in exactly what we were talking about and then answer in his own personal way of how he saw the things. And it was encompassing. It was intoxicating. It entranced me because I haven't had too many people like that in LA that not only give you their time of day, but will actually communicate with you and can see things from a different level. And I think it might have been because he is not from this country. He was from more of a southern-based, Southern America country. Either Venezuela, I think he said, or Brazil. One of those. But the thing that was amazing about him is, is not only was he out of this country, just like my family is as well, but he had the ability of seeing things from a positive perspective that he always carried throughout his entire life. And what I didn't even know about this guy is not only did he have the world record, the Guinness world record, I believe, or it was some world record where he had ran the most barefoot races in the world in his lifetime. And that is why people would know him as Barefoot Alberto, because anytime he would go to a race, he would do it barefoot. He ran a race at the Great Wall of China barefoot. I cannot make this up. If you were to go online, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere because he gave me the printed out article about it. They were writing about him and how every single race he went to, he did it barefoot because he believed in something different than most. He believed in training his feet to build up such a tolerance to the world behind it and the world below it that he knew it was the one way to connect himself and he felt more in tuned, empowered. And he said it took a lot of time, a lot of training, but it was something he loved because he felt more at peace with the world. To say the least, this guy already was interesting, right? Always a unique guy from his aspects of the way he saw the world, the way he saw me as a person, and how he made me feel extremely welcomed every single time we met. And you want to know the craziest part about this guy is not only did... I had no idea much about his personal life because we never really got too personal with each other. We just always exchanged good conversation, a lot of stuff about the world as it is now and how wrong a lot of the things are. But it was good to rift with somebody who could see things from a different perspective. Dome this up. He was living in his car the entire time I knew him. For over five years, four to five years, every single time I would go to see him and talk to him, he was living out of his car. And it was like a little Jeep, an older Jeep, a two-door Jeep. And he was living out of his car, sleeping in a parking lot at a mall, in the shopping mall center, every single day. And he would use the gym to shower and work out and do what he needed before he would start his day. And he was a humble man. All he did was security stuff. That's all he wanted to do. And then spend his time racing, training, and just running marathons. And he lived in his car. You know what's so amazing about that and why I wanted to tell this story to not only appreciate the life he left behind, but the man he was and the lessons he taught me and also the morals that I'm going to live throughout the rest of my life from the words he left me with is the fact that he was the most positive guy I have ever met in my life, was always warm, always smiled when he saw me, always gave me love and affection and was always grateful that I stopped and always said, come earlier next time so we could talk longer. How is it that somebody who was living out of a little car, who had no home to himself, no family here, nothing, could be that positive and grateful and happy and still do what he loved in this life, yet still we have so many people around us, which I'm sure you know as well, who are constantly negative, constantly complaining, always looking for something or somebody else to talk down upon, and it just always stuck in such a bad mindset, yet somebody like this who has nothing had everything. Isn't that funny? 
I just thought it was such a reality check for me. And when I found out that, it literally hit so hard for home because it made me think, <laughs> it, it's only right. It's only right that this guy, who is such an important person in the aspects of the positivity that I live with in my life right now, is somebody who had nothing and was still the happiest in life. And one of my favorite quotes, I'll leave on this as I remember his life and he will live through me for the rest of my life, is he said, For the world to have peace, we first must have inner peace. We must know thyself. That is the most important thing of all. So that is an experience I will keep for the rest of my life. And so for Barefoot Alberto, your memory is forever within me. So rest in peace, my friend, till the next. So as I transition from that and to do a memory of somebody I love dearly who always lived through me, a celebration of life, I wanted to talk about another way of celebrating life, as some could say, because as I teased in last week's episode, I talked about this week of doing something that a lot of people are very washed out about. A lot of people really don't understand what I would like to say as the importance behind this act, the importance behind what this is, and the truth of what it truly is. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the birds and the bees. It is sex. What is sex? Uh, If this is your first time ever hearing about this world, come on close, come in close to the radio here. Let me tell you a story about once upon a time, the birds and the bees. And what it is, is when a bird sees itself in the glow of its light and it sees something it loves, well, the bee would come around and it would pollinate it. It would give it a little prick, a little sting, and then it would get... I actually don't know the story. Funny thing, as I was trying to get into this, I have no idea what the story is behind the birds and the bees. Do any of you? I've never looked it up or even knew about it. I just know the term for it is the bird birds and the bees. What the hell's the story behind it? All I know is that that's the phrase, and then eventually it goes to like the stork, where the stork would drop off a baby. Every time you see a white stork, it's just getting ready to drop off a little baby over to the house, because that's how your your little buns came over to here. (laughs) I just totally caught myself off guard. I had no idea even what the birds and the bees is. How funny. Well, if any of you know, uh, slide it in my DMs. But yes, the sacred act, I believe, of connecting to somebody else, the connection, the unity of transcending not only this mortal coil, but basically becoming one with another person for a moment of time. You're connecting your auras, your chakras, whatever you want to call your souls. You're giving a part of each other to each other. It's not as simple as just plugging a phone jack into the wall to charge up your phone and then to keep going. Even though I could argue that some women maybe are like uh, succubuses and they suck the life out of young men (laughs) and then they just keep going on their way. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I'm just saying that (laughs) it isn't that aspect of of what I believe it to be. I think we're washing away its true purpose in a sense. I think we're truly losing the aspects of what sex is and how important it is in a relationship in every aspect of what it truly means to be in love with somebody, to connect with somebody, and then to commence that love incorporating by connecting with the other person and becoming one in that moment of time. As most of us go through sex, and as myself as a younger age, we mostly go through the bunny phase, I would say, where we're just like, just trying to get as much sex as we can, and we don't know what we're doing, we're just just ramming it in there day and night, it's just we don't know. We have no idea, but we know at that young age, we're like, it feels so good. So we're just trying to get our nut off in a sense, chasing a nut, as the squirrels like to say. So that's why I think it's so funny to see how I've transitioned and how I've grown. And I'll take you with me throughout this adventure that I've been upon and how I've gotten to this level now where, yes, I have been celibate for a long time and it's by choice. I've, uh, I know you might be saying, oh, it's probably just because you're ugly, dude. You probably just live in a basement. You never go outside. Well, it's not true. I go to the gym for 
four to five times a week. I hang out with a lot of friends. I always go to different places. I'm around people all the time. Uh, thankfully, COVID made it a little bit easier because everybody's paranoid to see each other. You can't see no faces anymore. And I got a fun story my buddy told me. Mike, he hopefully lets me tell it, but uh, I'm going to tell it anyways about his little sexual escapades he's been on um, and his reference to what he sees sex as and compared to me. But I've gotten to a spot now with how the progression of my life has gone to where right now I can sit with you and tell you that since I've removed myself from like the yearning of the flesh and always chasing women to get a nut off, you have no idea how much it not only frees your mind, but it frees your aspect of life. This goes for women too, my young ladies who are listening to this. This removes you from an aspect of chasing something of the flesh and being connected and so stuck into this feeling, this release, this like vibration, whatever you give it, like a quick fuck, I don't care, whatever you get into for you escape that reality and you start to become more honed into spirituality you can see somebody from an agnostic point of view and you can love somebody from like a sapiosexual part right where you're very entranced and attracted to their intellect to the way they handle themselves you're more attracted to the person and the being rather than the flesh and the skin which is very important as we progress with this convo but for myself it's it's gone so many different aspects let's start from the beginning so when i was young my first sexual experience was in a truth or dare i don't know if i've ever told this on the podcast but yes, young Alex lost his virginity in a truth or dare in a box TC Scion with a girl who took advantage of me. I will say that to my dying day. She's out there somewhere and she took advantage of me. Yes, absolutely. If I've never told this story, well, then now is the time and I'll do it quickly. Young Alex was 17 years old, was still very uh, self-conscious, had a little bit of acne, skinny, wasn't very confident with himself, was always a wordsmith, could always talk very well, but wasn't found in my purpose of what I was yet. Knew this older guy, he was hanging out with these two chicks, said sneak out, I snuck out, they were drinking in the car, we had some drinks, ended up going to Truth or Dare, and it started off fun, small, like, okay, truth, 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 little dares here and there, then eventually kind of stepped up where one of the girls told the buddy, he was, she was like, I dare you to go around the car naked, so he's like, okay, so he did this thing, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is going to a little fun. We're gonna do a little thing. Maybe see a side boob or something, right? Young Alex, excited. Hasn't even kissed a girl yet. Nope. It started escalating where the chick was telling her friend, she's like, I dare you to give him a blowjob to my friend. And she was like, okay. And I was like, yo, what? So she's literally doming my friend up as he looks back at me. And I'm sitting there like, yo, I am in way too deep right now. Young Alex is about to get his socks rocked. He's about to see the Pandora's box and exactly why they say never let it out. So I was shooketh to the core. I literally had no idea what I was getting into. And as I sat there just going through life in my head and every action I've made to this exact moment, I finally sat there and said, bro, you got to nut up or shut up. You're at this point now. You set yourself up here. You got to do it, right? So I was expecting something like that, maybe, right? I don't know. I was just thinking, hopefully it just goes by me and I don't have to do it. Well, it ends up she dares her friend now and she's like, I dare you to sleep with him, talking to me. And her friend's like, okay. I was like, bruh. What is Alex? Alex has no say in this. So I can't I can't bitch out now. I can't just be like, no, you know what? Mother's calling me. I've got to go home. Actually, you know, I wasn't prepared for that. I couldn't do shit. So I'm literally sitting there like, well, this sucks. So the chick that told her friend to sleep with me gets out of the car with the other guy after she just sucked him off. And then there's literally sitting there with me and I'm looking at her and I'm like, 
Well, I, I, I'm not up. Like I just, I don't know. I, I'm kind of assuming, right? And she's like, "Don't worry about it. I got you." I was like, "Oh my god, young Alex is getting taken advantage of." So she literally gives me head. I get excited. I'm finally feeling this for the first time. I'm like, "Holy crap!" So this is how it feels. She proceeds to get on top of me, and I sleep with her in the back of this box TC Scion. I got taken advantage of, young Alex. No, lost it in the back of a box. TC Scion. Can you believe this? That's the first time I had sex. It lasted like, I don't know, 15 minutes, maybe that. I got it so fast. You kidding me? I just got a head for the first time. And then I get, come on. Ain't no way a man can handle that that young so fast, right? Oh, man. Well, fun story, side story to this. I ended up dating my girlfriend at the time. We were together for about four or five months, go to her sister's birthday party, and that same girl is sitting across from me at her sister's birthday party at a sushi spot. And I was like, yo, this is it. Alex is going to literally lose his first girlfriend now because of some girl that took advantage of him. And the best part of the story... She literally talks to me the next day, my girlfriend, and she was like, you know what's funny about her? She actually told me that uh, you. she heard that you tried to take advantage of a girl. And I was like, you're shitting me. She took advantage of me. And then she was like, don't worry, though. Everyone knows she's crazy. I was like, well, great. Thank gosh. At least I dodged that bullet. <laughs> Young Alex, bro. That was my first experience. I had I got dome and had sex. So I got a blowjob and sex the same day. And I still have never even kissed a girl. That's wild, bro. Wild wild. Had to tell you that quick story. (laughs) But it went from that to where I finally met my girlfriend at the time. And when we were dating, it was very cool, played it slow. It took me, I remember one night I was sitting out front of her house in our car. It took me like two hours to finally kiss her. And she was like, are you going to finally kiss me? I was like, yes, I'll do it. You know? So I finally did. Everything got confident. So the first time we slept together, it was like that Badger store. I don't know if I've told that too, but we were laying in my bed, kind of her and I having fun. She was wearing like a purple dress. We were having a good time. And somehow we came up to this song. I don't know if you've ever heard it. I'll play in the background right now, but it's like, betcha, 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 mushroom, mushroom. It's a snake. She got the snake. Oh man man. Woody, there's a snake in my boot. Hold on. I just thought of something. Holy shit. Is that Toy Story a reference to a kid playing with his dick? Holy crap. Follow me here. What was his toy's name? Woody. What is that referencing? And he would play with it all the time? Bo Peep? Oh my Disney. No, Disney. I was already shooketh about the whole Monsters, Inc. thing and Adrenochrome, if you haven't looked that up. No, what am I doing, my childhood? Oh, my God, totally off topic there. Holy crap. Um, yeah. Okay, totally sidetracked me there. I don't even know where I was going with that convo. Wow, can you believe that? Woody is a reference to kids playing with their... No! Oh, Disney, you suck, bro. Oh, Disney... Oh, God. Okay, back to the story. So I'm literally on the bed with my my girlfriend at the time. We finally start dry humping a little bit, and I have sex with her for the first time. That opened the door because her and I had sex like bunnies. We had sex so many times. I kid you not, I probably had enough sex for life. I know people say like, oh, that's over. No, we literally had sex hundreds of times in the six years we were dating. Not so much towards the end because that's usually how you know you're breaking up, but... I misused sex. I had too much sex. And after those times I had with her and I started to get a little bit older, started kind of talking to different women and having fun with different girls, I started to see the progression of sex. And so the last time I had sex was with this uh, younger girl. 
And it was the last time I had sex. It was on the 4th of July. And I literally connected with this chick's soul. I made love to her. It was one of the most passionate times, if not the best sex I've had in my life. It was like almost a two-hour session. It was incredible. And the reason why I bring this up to you is because I had an epiphany in that moment. That showed me that there is something more to this experience, that there's something more to this connection you have with somebody else. And this is supposed to be a sacred act, something that you share with somebody else. And you don't just give away to anybody at any time at any day. It isn't something that you should just walk down the street, see somebody that has a homeless sign that says, help, hungry, need food, and you toss them five bucks just because you can help them. You shouldn't be just doing it to get your rocks off. You shouldn't be doing it as a favor. You shouldn't be doing it because you're bored. You shouldn't be doing it because you're thinking maybe it'll help. People get addicted to this stuff. Why do you think porn is free? Can we talk about this for a small sec and just really digest the fact that pornography is free? Have you never questioned that? Have you never thought about why is pornography free? And you might think, well, there's OnlyFans, this and that, you can pay for... No, 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 that's fine. I'm not saying that's whatever your crazy subscription-based thing is. You do you. I'm just saying is that there is a reason why pornography is free, because it destroys the fundamentals of not only chemical-based compounds within your brains and endorphins, and the reality you view of life and intimacy and the sacred act between two people, it destroys the concept of what is your purpose. It literally washes it away and turns it into a fixation, asphyxiation you have of now wanting this all the time. And it be, and it actually bleeds into other bad habits to where you start masturbating all the time or pleasuring yourself as late. It goes into such an extreme path. It will destroy you from the inside out to now where it deters you from not only finding value within somebody else to use this form of a sacred act to connect to somebody else, but to form this bond with somebody into now where you're just getting your rocks off. You're literally just going to hook up with people for a good time because it's quote, unquote fun just to soil your oats is what people say because you don't want to get to your midlife crisis and you're like oh my gosh i've only been with Susie q as my high school sweetheart how can i ever live with myself what if Susie q is the best thing you'll ever have in your life and she literally knows how to do everything for you the right way because she is in love with you you're in love with her and your souls connect for a moment in time i know this might miss a lot of people but i truly believe we have washed away the altering effects of what it means to be in love to love somebody and to have sex with somebody to connect with somebody. Are you kidding me? We've truly washed away its true purpose. It's to form something higher with somebody else because I can tell you with determination in my heart and vindiction and when I say this with all of my being is that the moments I've had with certain people, my ex-girlfriend and that last girl I slept with, is some of the most intrinsic things that I will have for the rest of my life because those moments live forever, for eternity, because those are pivotal moments of what it means to be with somebody else. So for example, if I told you meditating, meditating isn't just simply you sitting there with your legs crossed and you go, um, um, no, meditation is a form of self-exploration and relaxation to getting you to a spot of stagnant calm, of just a consistent tone, of just rhythm, symphony, relaxation. You want to be at such a calming wavelength that it literally sets the tone and silences everything around you. There's literally no more sound around you. There's nothing else. There is nothing for words to say, but for you to be in the moment with yourself in that exact time to fully further your purpose of being a person, to reflect, to digest, to think and to breathe, to focus on your breast. That is the purpose of relaxation and of meditation. So sex is the same thing and the symbology behind it. And what I truly believe to my core is something you should save 
for the certain people or the right person, somebody that deserves to have that part of you. Because I brought this up in a video and that women hold every DNA strand of every man they've ever slept with. So if that's the case, think about the more stuff connected to that, right? So if that's truth, why are we so connected to the fact of we're using so much of the stuff around us to wash out the theories of what is important and what is purposeful, right? So friendships. How many friendships do you truly believe are a true friend of yours? How many people do you li- do you truly can say they would give their life for you or be there in the blink of an eye for you, no matter what it is, whatever you needed? They wouldn't even ask questions. You just told them where you needed them at and they would be there. Who would you be able to write your most deepest, darkest secrets, your most vulnerable state of every part of you and let them read it without any bias, without any type of hesitation and feel that they would love you truly for who that is and love every aspect and be able to digest it properly? Probably nobody. I can't think of many in my life. Maybe one, possibly two. It's tough. Because we have washed away the value of what it means to be in so many aspects of life. And this thus does incorporate two sex as well. That's why porn is destroying this, people. You have to understand, if you're somebody who is suffering from a porn addiction, you have to remove yourself from this. It removes the testosterone from you, the manliness to you, the ladies. It removes the ability of what you find as value for yourself and the truth value of your body. You shouldn't just be showing your body off to everybody around you. Like when I go to the beach now and I see people, or even on TikTok, social media, just flashing their bodies left and right. Right? What is the purpose of that? Why are you so openly just giving your body the sights, everybody? I know now it's like the whole, like, it's my body and I'll look naked if I want to, whatever, you know, but... So many people have devalued themselves to where it's like they have this facade of it's like, well, it's empowerment. I'm empowered. I do this for me. You really love having a string up your ass like on the beach? Like that's that's for that's for you? Uh, that's called attention. Let's not try to beat around the bush. We know what that is. You find value in having attraction through other people and the attention it gives you because it makes you feel more important in a sense. It's like the power trip. We all have different aspects of it and why we have so many times we have to find a way to subside our ego and our pride and what we do with our bodies. And I think it's very important. So like, I think again, it's very much so like you have to find the premise of where this starts from. And I think it is Hollywood. Hollywood is a big part of this. Uh, They sell sex all the time. Look at any music video you watch now. Go watch any type of movie, any type of award show. I mean, the one I saw that was a couple years back or whatnot was with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. And they're at a music award show and they're literally on a giant bed dry humping and twerking on each other with little clothing on and just seeing liquids shooting and spraying in the background. Do you see what's going on here? Do you see like the ties that this is connecting to and how it is removing you from your purpose as a person and washing away your views of reality and the importance of how you value yourself as a person? Like, come on, bro, bro. Like, my ladies, my kings out there, my queens, why are you just going to give yourself so easily to somebody? Why are you going to go to a bar and find somebody that's attractive and just let them penetrate you or penetrate them, vice versa? I don't get the point to it. Maybe you don't see it like I do and hey, that's fine. I'm not here to tell you how to live life. I'm simply just trying to bring you a different aspect of conversation and the way I view things and why I think that we've been overlooking a lot of important things to it and why I think that we're hurting us as a whole and we're washing down it to our children now because we don't see how bad it truly is. I mean, look around anywhere. Why do you think kids in high school now are wearing some of the most revealing clothing? Why are girls wearing so short shorts that their ass cheeks are sticking out and spaghetti straps and they're putting on all of this makeup and all this stuff? What is the purpose for all this? I'm so curious like because you're not going to attract the right people with that. I'm sorry to tell you. It's 
it's not going to attract anybody for who you are as a person. You have to really value yourself and know your true worth. You feel me? Because this trickles into so many other conversations as well. It's like, how do you look for as something of value in somebody else now? You feel me? How can you expect somebody to see the true value of you if the purpose you're giving and the, the kind of cover to your book you're showing them, how do you want them to judge it as something it's not, right? Like, how am I supposed to look at a book, see a pentagram, devil looking goats and horns and stuff, and not think to myself like, that's probably a satanic kind of book. That's probably some dark stuff to it. Oh, I open it up. It's a child's story. It's a fantasy. It's a fairy tale. How am I supposed to know? You know, they say don't judge a book by a cover, but yo, girl, people are going to look at stuff and see what they want to see. I'm just giving you the truth. It's hard to not do that. We're mortals. We're humans. It's how it goes. So you want to be careful of what you show. So if you're always showing off your body, yet you want to tell people it's like body empowerment and don't judge me for my body, yet you read comments or you see these people, it's like, oh, baby, beautiful, your ass turned around, cheeks, this. What do you expect? Humans are not smart anymore. As a species, we have de-evolved as human beings. Why do you think we're in this shit show for over two and a half years? People can't get their shit together after this long, right? That's why we have the people who are the most unhealthiest, who show no aspects of concern for their health because they're still eating like shit, still smoking, still eating junk food, not exercising, not walking, not getting sunlight, and they're still sitting there with 15 masks on and telling you, you need to take care of me, son. Bro, what? Are we really that far from reality? Are we really that far from what is right and wrong that we actually have to have people talk to us about it? That we really have to have a conversation about it? Do you see what I'm getting at? Hollywood has betrayed us. In every big movie you watch, they're always showing sex as this important act that defines a relationship where, let's say Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they have this giant fight, they weren't getting along, they find out they're both agents, they almost kill each other, and then they have hot, passionate sex in their kitchen. Really? That's what it's all about, huh? Just call me different, I guess. Call me weird. I could be totally fine. I'll use this statement right now. You may think it's crazy. I could be fine going the rest of my life without sex again. I made this statement. I stand behind it. Do you know why? Because it's more important to me than other people believe. It's like dating, for example. If I date somebody, it's because I see value in somebody that could further to the rest of my life. And there's aspects of them that I truly believe are so worth spending my time and effort into that there could be something even more there that I couldn't even understand at the surface, but could slowly grow into something greater than I would have ever been able to have imagined. That'll try, in a sense, to bring out the best of me without them even asking and elevate me to levels that are unobtainable by myself. I feel like it's crazy to think that we've lost so much value in so many of these aspects, and I do believe sex is at the core of it. Do you feel me? Like, that's why I was referencing from the beginning of how I transitioned to now is because back then, I just had to have sex. I was doing it because, one, I had a girlfriend. She was into it as much as I was, so we would bang in the hot tub, bang in her room, bang in the parents' room, bang in my house, bang upstairs, bang downstairs, bang anywhere, in the car, outside, wherever. It's because you're in rabbits. You're so addicted to the sexual feels of the pleasure because you've never experienced it before. You get so attached to it it becomes now a false sense of what it's supposed to do. And we neglected it. People neglect stuff all the time. How many potheads do you know? How many alcoholics do you know? How many junk food people do you know? How many gym heads do you know? There's a such thing as too much for anything in life. Too much of anything is not good for you. I know we've heard that before. It's truth. You've got to be careful for what you do and what you encompass into your life. And so I believe from how we start and how we've grown up, and especially now in today's age with social media and how all these girls have OnlyFans fans now and any type of show you watch, you can find all the show. I mean, like, why do you think these shows like Big Brother and Bachelor are so big? I mean, I literally was uh, cooking food up and prepping for the week. My mom has fucking Bachelor on and I'm watching it. And this guy literally has 30 something women there and he's making out with 
four of them on the first night he meets them. Like, bruh, we have turned that much into animals now, huh? That's how easy it is now? That's all we're attached to? Well, sex is really important, Alex. I can't spend my life with somebody that I have no sexual connection with. Bro, really? I'm pretty sure if you had a fleshlight or she had a toy, you'd be getting off just fine by yourself. So what are you trying to say here, right? Like, really get real with me. Is this a, is this a you thing? Is this a you thing? So I think we have to overlook the fact that a lot of things, I think, slowly wash out our beliefs and they kind of form our opinions and our views on things. So I made this statement before as well. And I was talking with one of the other producers today. I said, I don't think anybody in their right mind would ever just randomly come up with the idea of killing themselves. I don't think it's possible. I think an idea has to be planted for you to further those ideologies to make them your own reality. So if you grew up in a world where there was no such thing as people killing themselves, no such thing as like hardcore depression, crippling depression, because again, people's diet or shit now look at the chemicals in your food if there was none of that stuff playing a part and there was no such thing as suicide no one's ever killed themselves before do you really think that an idea would just pop in someone's head where they're like i'm gonna jump off a building i'm gonna kill myself to end it all i don't think so i really have a hard time believing that call me crazy i don't believe people can get consumed by a lot of these things if it wasn't subtly placed into their mind for a reason right i think there's a lot here I think it connects to sex. I think we've been washed away so much because I think back to my younger days and we have no idea. Um, Here's another one, guidance to sex. I had no guidance. Nobody. My parents never guided me with sex. They wanted me to stay away from it, so they never gave me any insight about it. When I was in school, there was nothing in junior high, which is probably when you should start because junior high kids are when you start thinking like, yo, uh, Jamie over there with the Oreo lips because she look them so much. She got them chap girls looking cute, bro. She on that volleyball court using laps, my guy. Woo! She got a cake because I'm trying to pound. I'm just saying. Junior high is when it starts. It really does. Maybe towards the end of elementary, but I know for a fact junior high is when it starts popping. So if that's the case, where's the guidance? Where's the adulting? Where is the aspect of somebody letting these kids know what is going on, the purpose behind it, and how big of this thing it is? You know what we got? I think I was in uh, high school, and it was like my senior year, junior, sophomore year. It wasn't even freshman year. I had this health class where they talked about sex finally, and they literally broke it down from such a simplistic index from like the book and the vocabulary, and they followed it from there. There was nothing attached to it other than just words and context. There was nothing there. It was literally like, well, this is a male instrument. This is a female one. And sperm comes out of this. You can get pregnant. So abstinence. Abstinence is the key. STDs. This is this. Bro, what? Where is somebody really being real with us? And they're like, yo, listen, everybody. I'm here to tell you a lot of you are probably going to have sex sooner than later. And maybe you've already had sex or you're probably going to have sex soon. I'm here to let you guys know you should really value yourself and the people you're with. Come from somebody who's older than you, who's been through a lot and has been through a lot of these actions as well. It's not as good as you think long term. It should be something you should save for somebody special because you're giving a part of yourself. Just just quickly off the top, I plan it better. But I think that if you gave people guidance the right way and really sat down with kids and had that open discussion, which is a whole nother issue about educational systems and why they're shit and people are so mindless and just follow orders because they've never thought for themselves. I think if you gave kids an open, non-biased, non-judgmental, non-graded, just an open platform to talk and express their views and questions, almost like the 40-year-old virgin when they're sitting there and he's like, is it true if you don't use it, you lose it? That's a legit question. People want to know these stuff. Yes, be open. I'll talk with each other. Have projects where you have communication and stuff. Like, I think that's the cure to any issue in life is communication. So I think that with sex, if we had better guidance at a younger age, I think that would increase the importance of it. And I think that it would show us how important sex truly is to do it with somebody important and not just throw it away so fruitfully.
just giving it to somebody just because you can. You feel me? Like, I think it's very subtle and you should be careful with it. And I think also that's like a plays a part into the dumbing down of society because it keeps you so low minded and so addicted to this masturbation, to porn sites, to the whole aspect of all of this. It keeps you so low frequency. You now are stuck within this society. You become so low uh, vibration levels. You aren't able to expand yourself and your horizons because you're stuck in this platform. Now you're literally stuck in this barren oasis of this wasteland of just being attached to these things that will never value you over time. It will only hurt you. You're not going to gain anything from having sex with a lot of women. I'm here to break that code to you. If you never had sex in your life, you don't lose anything. Um, if you had sex with 5,000 women, you don't gain anything other than maybe a sense of pride or whatnot. Because I don't know if you know this too, but the dating game and the way the world is, it's shit. Dating has gone to shit. The aspects of each other and romanticizing and all this stuff and getting to know somebody, it's shit. Like, it's literally shit. Shout out to my buddy Mikey. We had a conversation about this. He figured the game out and he told me it's quite simple. You just don't give a shit. Don't act interested. Take your time, cut them off, all this stuff. And that's how you get them interested because people want what they don't have and they want what they can have. And it's it's really shitty. It really is. Because then when you find someone who's interested in you and spends time, puts effort, puts the inside, uh, is trying to be romantic, it's like, oh, nope, they're simp. Oh, nope, they ain't got no aspects. Oh, nope, they're needy. Oh, something's wrong with them. They're going too much over the top. I don't want all this. What are we doing? It's supposed to just be we fuck enough till we start getting attached to each other so we start dating? Bro, really? That's what y'all want? Have fun with it. <laughs> count me out. I just think we're very much losing the uh, focus of how important it is. And that's why I think it's dumbed us down as a society. I'm sorry to say, but all of us play a part in it. I know I'm very much at fault for it. I played a lot of that till my 24, till I was 24, 25. That's when I finally stepped away from it because I was young. I was dumb. I was growing. My hormones are raging. We have no good uh, role models, no good guidance. I literally can't give you a single role model that I look up to in this life. There's no living person right now that is a role model to me. Nobody. All the ones that I loved and that had great aspects and things that I live my life for today are all dead. Bruce Lee, um, JFK, Bob Marley, you name it, man. The list goes on and on. You even go Martin Luther King, who somebody did so much for other people. I mean, nobody alive today that I can really think of. I'm not really putting too much effort into it because I don't follow anybody. I don't have anybody that I want to follow in that aspect. There's great speakers and motivational people, but as somebody that I think has led the nation and guided us as to further ourselves, there's no way. Just look at the last two presidents we've had. There's no way you can look me in my face and say we're progressing as a human species and society if that's the best and brightest that we have. I mean, the whole political system is another shit story, but I'm just saying like we've actually been dumbed down. That's why I think people are so addicted to sex. That's why I think pornography is so addicting. That's why people get so used to it. You don't even really notice the habits you're creating and how much harm it does to you and how much damage it does to your psychological side of aspects of your life. So I think you need to really be careful about it and just be very open-minded to it too. I mean, that's why abortion rates are so high. That's why almost a million kids are aborted every year. And if you think that's fine or wrong, I mean, that's your personal belief. You can have whatever you want. But personally, I think that's really sad to know that there's a lot of lives that will never get the chance to live because of other people's selfishness. They want to say, it's my body, my choice. I'm not ready to have a kid. Well, if you're not ready to have a kid, you shouldn't be opening your legs. Or if you're not ready to have a kid, you shouldn't be putting your dick in chicks. Sorry to say, it's that simple. If you're not in a position to do it, don't do it. You gonna go buy a $1,000 payment car if you're not making enough money to afford it? No. You gonna go buy a house that you can't afford? No. You gonna go on vacation if you can't pay for the bills? No. So it's quite simple. Don't be stupid. 
Don't allow the society to trigger you into thinking you need to have value now or you're so dumbed down that it's the simplicity of just getting your nuts off or feeling like you're masculine. Like, yeah, man, I can pull chicks left and right. My dick game is strong, baby. Okay. Proud of you. Hope it gets you value one day. Uh, Or ladies, you know, they're like, yeah, you know, I just work these men. Look at these 15 ones, drop of a hat. All right. If that's what you want. I think it's building into a big part of it. That's why households right now, most of them are divorced. Most households are divorced right now if you really look into it. And it's sad. I think all of this is playing a part. Social media, the way we carry ourselves, the way we view ourselves, the way we've changed our mindsets and now how we've moved forward with how we view each other. And it does this full circle thing. It's back to how we were raised, back to how this whole society shows us of what value is with sex. There's not a single thing I've ever watched that gave me true value behind it, but I think it's a very important thing. And don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that you should go abstinent like myself or that you should just not have sex anymore and go celibate. No, 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 no. I'm not telling you that at all. I'm just basically explaining to you that you should have enough value and appreciation for your own self to know that you shouldn't be just giving it up to anybody. Have value for it, man. I mean, do you even know who this other person is? Because I don't mean to tell you this. There is no 100%. Anytime you have sex with somebody, whether you're wearing a condom, they have birth control, whatever it may be, there's a possibility that you can get them pregnant. I'm just saying, there's a possibility that a kid could be born. So if you're not ready to bring life into this world, why take that chance? I just don't get it. I'm really confused. And I understand, I know there's more connected to it spiritually and a lot of people talk about the great aspects of sex. Sure, I know if people have sex a lot with somebody you love, it probably increases your lifespan. You're getting a workout in, you're happier. I'm not against that at all. But I can fondly tell you with how I've lived my life, I'm not sad. I'm not upset. I don't feel like I'm missing out. Because I'm living the life the way I'm supposed to and that I believe is right for me. And that I know over time something right will come along the way. I don't want to be that guy that looks back and says I messed up. I don't want to be that guy that looks back and be like, damn, I gave it up too much. I want to be the guy that says I'm trying to learn more. I'm trying to be more. And I'm trying to grow. And I feel like you guys can do it as well. It just takes time. So don't try to rush it. Don't be scared to take time away. Don't be scared to say, I need time for myself. Don't be scared to go out and enjoy your friends and company and do things and just tell other people, you know, I'm good. Thank you, though. I appreciate it, but I'm trying to work on myself right now. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You can't heal yourself with a dick in you. <laughs> you can't heal yourself just getting a nut off with some chicks. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, it it takes time. It really does. And I think that it kind of brings everything back together that you should try to see it as more of a sacred act of something that is very close to your heart and something you cherish and something you want to share with the right person. Um, Because like when I talked about pornography real quick too, I never got into porn. I thought it was weird. I didn't like the fact that I'm watching other people have sex. As weird as it sounds, it just didn't do it for me. I'm literally sitting there and I'm thinking to myself like, is this right? Should I be really watching other people be doing this? And like, it's so over the top. It's so acted out. The women are moaning all crazy. It's just... It's just so weird to me. It's, well, one, it's scripted, you know? It's like, it's not real. They know they're doing it for camera. But two, it's like, this isn't something I should be watching. And it it really weirded me out. It really did. So I'm glad I grew over time and got through all of this. And I'm glad that young Alex was so young and so young and shy, so self-conscious and didn't know about himself yet because it, it turned into who I am today. And I promise you that the next lady that I meet within my life, if I'm blessed to have love again in this life, she'll be my world. She'll get everything from me. And she'll get all of me. <laughs> so try to find value for yourself. Try to know that 
there's a lot more to it than I think we all know. And I think I'm going to learn more as time progresses, but the connection, the unity, I think it transcends human limitations. Um, it's more than just having a baby. It's more than just getting a nut off. There's a lot to it. I think that it's been washed away. I think that Hollywood's played a part. It's created pornography, people addicted to masturbation. I think it's all part of the dumbing down of society to create higher infidelity rates, higher abortion rates, and divorce. I think it's truly that. And it's a product of everything. And like this giant scale, if you wanted to do like a family tree and see all of it there's a lot of parts to it but the most important part i'll leave you with is it's you you got to know when to say no you got to know when to say enough's enough you got to know what's value for yourself and you got to know that it's okay to not get it off on yourself i promise you'll be fine your boy's had some wet dreams here and there because he has to release (laughs) some of his own stuff and i'm not shy to say it man i'm not shy to talk about any of this stuff because it's life it's how it is you find your own ways. And if other people want to judge or decide who you are, the way you need to live, let them. Let them be, man. Let them decide. That's the best part of life As again, the full circle is just let it be, man. Let people judge. Do you. Focus on you. Focus on finding the right aspects of your life and giving yourself to that right person because I believe there's a lot more value to it. And so I think there's more there. And again, I have no idea what birds and the bees really means, so forgive me. (laughs) I wanted to start with that and give you this like soliloquy of like, once upon a time, the birds are floating in the sky and they find each other like the birds meet one another. (laughs) I don't know it. I don't. So I'm probably gonna have to look it up and feel dumb once I remember it, but it was a lot of fun. So to wrap this up, as I send you into your day, your night, your afternoon, whatever it may be. I think that the most important thing we can remember is that there's more to all of this in life. And I'm sure I'll come back to this over time. And definitely when I meet a girl again someday and I do experience it again and break the celibacy I've been on, I think that we'll see a lot more to it. And I can promise you one thing is that when you do take the step back and kind of reflect on yourself and everything else, if somebody you're with is not for it or doesn't agree with it, that should say something. Um, If your focus on importance in another person is on the sexual aspects, I think you should try to value it on a different perspective to try to find more value because the skin is uh it's only there for a short time eventually it all fades so try to find value in yourself and if you're somebody who does love sex and is it gets a lot of joy from it and thinks that there's more value from it hey power to you i'm not trying to say it's bad for you in any aspect like that i just think the meaning to it is a lot deeper than we think and uh it goes a long way just like smiling at somebody randomly or holding a door for somebody or just being nice to somebody randomly uh it can go a long way it can save somebody's life without you even knowing so and i think that's a lot of fun. So I think what better way to transition into next week's topic than going down the path of what should lead to actual sex one day, maybe with somebody that you have found value or somebody that you've built a very good love and affection for. Uh, But how do you do that? How do you find this person? What are the steps appropriate for it? Do you just go to a bar and get plastered? Do you just go to a hookup and just throw down the D? Do you go to your uh, social media dating sites and just try to find someone quickly and shop for porn? Shop for sex? No, I think that. It should come with one of these important facts, which is called dating. And I want to do next week on dating and how I believe in 2022. Dating is not only dead and gone, but I believe that the aspects of how it is uh, de-evolved has destroyed the fabrication of finding somebody of value for yourself and has also changed the way we view of 
ability to look for something greater in somebody else and help ourselves grow of what is something we need because a lot of the times we settle too quickly but dating as a whole I want to really break this down for you so I didn't get into the whole story thing yet with my buddy I'll save that for next week's show but I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this one because I'm gonna tell you a lot of things that I've noticed through my own experiences and how it transitioned into today's society and why I have not dated anybody in years because let me tell you it don't exist anymore how it should be it's now turned into a fuck fest. It is totally washed out. It has turned into this so convoluted experience. I've just removed myself from the game because I'm a gamer. I've been playing that new Halo. I'm in Diamond Club, son. I know what it is. I'm in GTA now. I got a pot farm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm making money moves. I just think that it'll be a great conversation because dating, it'll be a really good way to have some fun with it and kind of see where the path goes when we conversate. So it's a lot of fun with that. Stay tuned. YouTube is on the way next month and also some guests. I'm going to reach out to some people, try to find some good conversations to have with different insight and different intellects and different insights, you could say, from other people. So it'll be a great time. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be a lot of fun with the show ahead of you. And just make sure that you're good. Make sure that you take some time for yourself and always ask you when was the last time you did something for the first time so if you want to find me on all social platforms just look up shallow oceans i'm always there you can find it easily if you want to listen to the show on any major platform it's on everyone for you search shallow oceans podcast you can go to the instagram page to see a lot of the promo videos and more little riffs i'm going to do on there as well as on tiktok so Stay tuned. A lot is on the way. I love you guys so much for this journey you've been on with me. And this has been such an exciting experience. I, I'm always excited to see where it goes next. I'm always waited with bated breath to see when I can sit down next and have this therapeutic session with you alone. So thank you for taking the time and staying a while and listening. Because as we both know, the world is always changing. So let's keep growing with it. So remember, in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. I love you all. I'll see you next week. Don't be having sex with random people!